You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. want an Adam Sandler movie, you have your pick. Grown Ups, Waterboy, Click. You got your, and your you know, all the yelling, you know, you know, all that, all that Adam Sandler stuff. But if you want a movie with Adam Sandler that isn't an Adam Sandler movie, a movie that actually has some depth to it, one that is cinema, you got to select few. You have movies where Sandler actually showed up to not just have a good time with his friends in an exotic location. He actually showed up as an actor. You have your Punch Drunk Love, your Uncut Gems, your Meyerowitz stories, and his newest Netflix original, Hustle. Pro basketball scout for the Philadelphia 76ers, Stanley Barron, is excited for the first time in a long while when he serendipitously discovers Spanish amateur baller Bo Cruz, played by newcomer Juancho Hernan Gomez, playing in a park outside Madrid. This guy is if Scottie Pippen and a wolf had a baby. After a falling out with the head of the 76ers, Vince, played by Ben Foster, doing a very bearded Lex Luthor-like performance, Stan is fueled with a newfound purpose and, with the blessing of his wife, played by Queen Latifah, Stan, the man, makes it his mission to groom Bo for the NBA, where he believes they both can make it. And now, for your starting lineup... For the one of us.net screener squad. Playing center, the Mohawk from Milwaukee, Chad Halverson. And playing point guard, what the heck is it? It's Ryan Alec, what the heck, Hill. Let's go! And your power forward, Melina, please check your connection and try again, Ames. I am your team captain and a guy this tall you'd expect to be great at basketball, but I've never even won a game of horse in my life. TZD Wits. All right, enough of that. Let's talk hustle, folks. Jump ball is up. Who wants to grab it? This movie was great. It was so good <laughs> as a sports movie. I've come to realize that I love sport documentaries mm-hmm. and I love fictional movies about sports heroes. I don't like the biodoc or the biopic. I do like the biodocs. I don't like the biopics of sports celebrities because a lot of them are jerks in real life and they <laughs> end up disappointing you down the road. <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers. <clears throat> man, this movie was so <laughs> engaging. I only, man, I haven't like been into basketball in such a long time. I watched last year because the Bucks won the championship. Uh, but other than that, like I, it's a sport I really just like to watch live. I don't like to watch it on TV. Mm-hmm. There's a moment in, you know, in every sports film, we're montaging, we're montaging. This is just all nothing but montages. But there's a specific one where it shows like the turn that he's getting better. 
and it has this moment where it almost everything stops. It slows down. It takes a breather. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm sure it's not the first time that's been done before, but it's rarely done for a montage. You just kind of like ramp right through mm-hmm. it. This had a crescendo and a decrescendo, yeah. a low end, and then it popped right back up. It, was, it felt so natural and so good. I loved it. What did the missile think? <laughs> there you go. I chose my name wisely. Just to piggyback off of what you said, Chad, yeah, not only did that moment just totally catch me off guard with what a different approach they took with that, I would kind of say that that was this whole movie for me. Even you describing it, TC, someone listening out there is like, I've seen this movie before. And in a way, mm-hmm. I would agree, yes, you have, for the most part. And I was scared to death when I saw the Happy Madison logo at the start of this thing. I was like, I, I thought people liked this. I thought people thought <laughs> yeah, this was good. Are you going to play the basketball? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Don't remind me. <laughs> Just from the first joke onward, I was like, I am so impressed with how they are taking something that on its face is formulaic, placed to convention, and how they are just subverting every single cliche, every single happy Madison gag rule that they've gone by for so long. They're breaking down these things that I've seen many times before, but they're actually adding depth to them mm-hmm. with really likable characters and a pretty freaking good script. Yes. Two yes. things I do not expect from an Adam Sandler movie right. that has Happy Madison in the title. And this definitely does what all the best Adam Sandler movies do, which they play to his strengths and uh, they ju- it just utilizes him so well. Like that sort of light kind of roasting sort of style that he has with a lot of his comedies where it, it can just become way too much. Mm-hmm. They kind of dial it back and make it such a likable quality. And it's very believable as since he's a coach and he's trying to like help this guy out. It felt very real. And I really loved his performance. And I, yeah, I absolutely love this movie. Like you said, Melina, I don't think it's necessarily breaking the mold, but it just, it, everything it does, it just executes it so well that I was just, I mean, there were points I was, I was legitimately on the edge of my seat mm-hmm. just loving this i'm so into this as far as sports movies go you know what to expect from them but there's a new type of sports movie that's been popping up in the past few years the underdog winning the big game stories have been done to death so now we have movies like this or Moneyball. So even something like ted lasso isn't about the underdog team winning the big game we're getting to see the inner workings of a sport from the perspective of a coach or in this case a scout who wants to be a coach We're getting more stories about the minds behind the muscles, which make for these really excellent character explorations, which is strange to say about a freaking Adam Sandler movie. I know. it's. I mean, he's, I don't know, every, feels like every seven years, he's got to like pop out like one award winning performance to counteract all the yabakakus that he does. (laughs) Sometimes he's he's able to keep Adam Shankman locked in that closet just long enough to where he's like, I can actually go do something good. And I, I think like what sometimes makes him so grating uh, in a lot of his more like mainstream comedies is that he does all that roasting and is so like horribly mean to people, but never like gets it back himself. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked in this that not only were I mean, his jokes were actually funny and also like he was very self-deprecating and the people around him were giving him a lot of shit, too, which I, I think that. That just just makes him more likable and seem like a normal guy and not like the the cool, like aloof guy who's going to come in and like roast everybody and like just doesn't care. Like I, I they, they just I, I don't know. I just feel like they played to his strengths 
like perfectly. He was willing and, to be the butt of the jokes. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. he yeah. didn't have an inexplicably gorgeous wife. He wasn't in some exotic location. All those checked boxes of the standard Happy Madison films, they're not here. There are tons of celebrities, sports celebrities in this movie playing themselves or playing characters within this story that proves Adam Sandler is one of those really likable guys that people want to do stuff with. But instead of utilizing something ridiculous like Shaquille O'Neal is playing himself doing his sports announcing thing, not playing some neighbor who lives next door, right? Yeah. And Queen Latifah is really great in this. His daughter is really great in this. The new guy here... uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez. Yes, yes. Yes. Is so, so likable. He is this giant, sweet man. And he is hustling on the streets in Spain, just trying to care for his daughter. And that is the bond. It's not basketball that bonds Stanley and Bo. It's the love of their family and the love of the game combined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really liked that Queen Latifah's character as just, you know, a character in a movie like this that would typically just be the love interest. I felt like she did have a little bit more agency and like his family, they weren't just there to be like, you're working too hard, man. And then that's it. And then like, yes. like you're like, why are you working so much? It's like, clearly that was a factor. And that was something that was established early on that he wants to spend more time mm-hmm. with his daughter. Mm-hmm. And that was very, very likable. But yeah. I appreciate that this movie was like, hey, you can be like a really fucking like hardworking person and like push yourself and what you you want to do with your career, but also care about your family, which I feel like usually the the wife and the kids are just the nagging kind of obstacle to get beyond. And I, I right. appreciate yeah. they didn't yeah. they didn't do that. Yeah, that was the most refreshing take on the absentee parent that I've seen on film in a really long time. I like how it establishes, yeah, he's on the road a lot and the family certainly would prefer him at home, but they're not bitter about it. They're not writing him about it. And from the very beginning of the film, Mm -hmm. this is not somebody Mm -hmm. who needs to discover how much family matters. He's already at that point Mm -hmm. when we first meet him. He's done with this. He wants off the road more than anything. The whole reason he wants the coaching job is not for the fame and the perks, but because it means I can be home with my family, who I love. That was such a breath of fresh air. And when you see the three of them together, not only do they play off each other so well, you buy them as a family, like completely. And those cliches you'd expect from the family unit in a movie like this, they do not go there. They even cut around really obvious punchlines. The editing in this, and Chad being a professional editor might be able to speak to this, they do some really sweet editing in, especially the Queen Latifah scenes, where you'd get your standard, like, I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to do it, hard cut to them doing it, right? Mm. That's not a setup necessarily in this film, but those cliche setups that would normally punchline really hard in this, they cut past it to the next part of the conversation in that fashion. I don't know if I'm quite describing this, and maybe Chad could speak to the editing better than I could, but I was really impressed by the restraint at which the editing presented jokes and punchlines. And we keep saying, like, hey, it's not an Adam Sandler movie. Go see it. It definitely isn't, only because it's directed and written by somebody else and not that his other movies haven't done that but well i do know for a fact that the director like is from philadelphia Mm -hmm. and he's an indie filmmaker yeah uh so the and this is his love letter to the city of philadelphia adam sandler's a huge basketball fan in general so it was probably just a no-brainer to put him in this jeremiah zager is the director of this film he does have a love of philadelphia his filmography at this point is very small indie things this is not someone who's ever broken into the mainstream but that's the joy of finding new discoveries like this am sandler 
could have handed this off to a more cliche director or one of his stable of directors, and it would not have achieved this. Philadelphia is a character in this movie. As much as Stanley represents the Philadelphia scene, the sports scene, the city itself, which we see a lot in the the montage, the running and the workout montage, the moments of basketball on the streets, it's great. And as they say in the movie, Philadelphia fans are the best at being the worst. (laughs) (laughs) They totally are. And the cool thing about this movie, too, is it doesn't steal from, but it definitely borrows the feeling from the first Rocky film. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously that took place in Philadelphia too, but there's a lot of parallels with that movie and this movie. And that's why I keep coming back to, you know, I don't want to see a, a biopic of a sports celebrity because they're going to water it down. They're going to show us mm-hmm. all the good moments and the highlights. Whereas a movie like this, we can make the character however we want. And we need that character to go through so much adversity. So by the end, we're rooting for him. And that's what this movie does. And I think a lot of biopics kind of miss the mark on because there's no, we know what happens. The drama here feels more real funny enough for a work of fiction. Well, there are two scenes in particular in this film that moved me. There's a confession scene in the car where Stanley confesses about his history and Bo confesses about his. And it's this really wonderful bit of acting. Mm-hmm. And there's a moment where. Bo gets to jump in a pool that had me with Same. happy tears oh, the minute yes. it happened. I got me too. Because <laughs> I didn't see that coming either. I was like, oh, God. What a lovely little surprise. Yeah, this breath. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that got me. Well, Chad, you were speaking to how you don't like the biopics that show definitely the more seedy and I think, unfortunately, more realistic side of pro sports, especially the NBA. I would call this the yin to the winning time yang, which I also really liked, but it's exactly what you're talking about. It is a very blatantly honest and very ugly look at the behind the scenes seediness that is professional sports and I found that extremely entertaining and just how well it was done I'm a big Adam McKay person come at me Frank Uh, but (laughs) I really I just appreciated the wholesome attitude that this movie took because like the main character this is a love letter to a game that is clearly very special and important to them. And as someone who loves that sport, has played it, I'm like, yeah, I felt myself falling back in love with, with that sport again. I was like, God, I need to find my my pump so that I can take my ball out and shoot some hoops. <laughs> I, I was watching it on my computer with my headphones on and just watching, like, you know, the, the highlight reels. And especially at the end, there's, like, a, a cool highlight reel of all the athletes that were in this movie. And I'm just going like, oh! i was so into it like by the end of this movie i I was the same way like i want to play basketball again and i'm looking at myself like oh i do not no sir gosh yeah that montage at the end is great this movie is so well crafted melina you had mentioned this is from the script up really well done because it doesn't come down to the big game not really this comes down to a lot of mm-hmm. other very interesting character a moments. lot of pickup games in this movie yeah yeah like, no like big like in front of the fans, you know, the fanfare. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, it's almost like Fight Club. Like, hey, we got this underground game going, yeah, you in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they film them really, really oh, well, too. Yeah. They're fun to watch. I was going to say that, too. Like, one of the last movies that I watched that was shot in a way where I really felt like, wow, I have not seen this sport photographed in this way before was the first Creed movie. Yes. Like, it just, it really felt like a real boxing match. 
and there were just some amazing cinematography there. And I kind of felt like similarly about this. Like, I don't think I've seen basketball like shot in this way. And I think making his daughter like an aspiring filmmaker mm-hmm. and having her like on the sideline shooting it and then cutting back and forth between those shots, it just it, it like gave it so much more energy. Yeah. And the same thing with what uh, you were saying, Chad, about the like the games on the street. There were some moments where they got to use some like handheld like cell phone footage and stuff. And again, like I, I just felt like it was just executed so well and it made it feel like that much more real to the point where I hadn't really read anything about the movie beforehand. I was like, is this sort of based on something that happened? And it was honestly for, for the reasons you said, Chad, it was kind of nice seeing that it wasn't. Cause I was like, Oh God, what is this? What did this guy do? Oh, what no, am I going to have to man. learn about afterwards? Like what, what happens? <laughs> but it was actually, it was refreshing to learn like, okay, this is a whole, this is a whole new thing. That was, that was kind of nice. Honestly. Yeah. Very exhilarating sports moments, very exhilarating action in this and love those montages. Yeah. Well, why don't we fold this into some final thoughts here? Because it does sound like we all like this, thankfully, and surprisingly so on my part. But Melina, why don't you kick us off with final thoughts? Yeah, like I said, I came into this with some trepidation just by seeing the Happy Madison logo at the beginning. I try to be open-minded, but I don't think I've liked a Happy Madison film since Fifty First Dates, and that was 2004. Oh, God, we're old. <laughs> yeah, oh, God, it makes me feel crazy because I'm like, God, I was 10 years old when that came out. Ugh. Um, but I really was waiting from the very beginning for this to just evolve right into Adam Sandler shtick. You know, this is going to be a completely self-indulgent comedy. He's going to get all the jokes. He's going to get all the payoff. And they're going to portray a wholly unlikable person as somebody that we're supposed to love. Nope. He is the most likable that I think I've ever seen him because his character is strangely more relatable than a lot of the characters we've seen from him. This is somebody who is in many ways disillusioned and through this relationship that he builds with this young player kind of finds his footing again, finds his center again. And their relationship, that's what came down to this ultimately working, was whether or not you believed the friendship between the two of them. And their chemistry is so (laughs) wonderful, especially from the actor who plays Bo, who is, I believe, a first-time actor. He is primarily a professional basketball player, which you look at him, no surprise. (laughs) Um, I think the performances are wonderful here. I think for the most part, the characters are written very well. This took some really surprising turns that actually kind of kept me guessing through most of it, which I didn't think I was going to. I would highly recommend this to everyone. Never thought, I am so shocked that I'm saying that still. (laughs) But yeah, I give this a very enthusiastic four and a half out of five cheesesteaks that you take one bite out of each. That's it. Right. Yeah, I uh, I'm also someone who's very 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 into sports movies. I I love even in an average sports movie. But this is something that I would recommend to anyone. I because of the performances and just the execution is just so fucking good. I would have to recommend this to to anyone. And for a lot of the reasons that have already been stated, uh, the amazing montage sequence halfway through. It's something you mentioned and described so well, Chad. The way that it's shot is great. I just another great performance from Adam Sandler. I feel like he's been knocking it out of the park a little bit more often than usual, which is a good thing. I'm going to give it nine out of 10 layups. Very good. Chad. Yeah. We've all pretty much said it. Who cares if it's a sports movie, the trial of the person coming from nothing and getting everything that they ever wanted. Like that's not a new story, but the way this is shot and written and edited and, the performances, it just everything clicked. 
there's no such thing as a perfect movie in my eyes, but this is damn near close. And I dare say this could be in a masterclass for filmmaking, just with all the things I mentioned earlier. I'm going to give it nine out of ten. Dr. J is not a real doctor. (laughs) (laughs) More important than making a shot is how you handle missing a shot. Adam Sandler misses time and again with his Happy Madison movies. They have their audience, but they don't carry any weight behind them. Half the time, they are, as we all know, lazy, thin plots used as an excuse to go somewhere fancy and hang out with SNL alum friends. They allow him to have fun and be a clown. There's a place for this, and I'm not knocking him for doing his thing, but I love it when Adam brings a genuine passion to a piece. This is a really great, solid film. Sandler is playing to his strengths. His comic charm is perfectly utilized here because he's not hamming it up with some stupid voice or gimmick. The uplifting sports story plays out well here with low but very personal stakes. Juancho Hernan Gomez is a gentle, lovable savant. The checklist of sports cliches are hit here, but in all the best ways. The basketball moments are really exhilarating. While predictable, I thoroughly enjoyed this, and I am going to give it 9 out of 10 $40 steaks and a porn addiction. Uh, That wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) This is definitely the best movie about basketball that LeBron James has produced in the last year, too. I'll say There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Man, we're always dunking on Space Jam, too, and how it sucks. (laughs) I love it. 